I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another <laughs> no. hour. Yeah, I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year round, I might as well get paid year round. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Good morning, everyone, or afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm Paul Dickey. I'm from Continuing Education Workforce Training, and this is our weekly podcast, Sweet Talk. Today, I am joined, as always, with Angie Wilhelm. Angie, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am working on my radio voice this morning. (laughs) Well, I think you have an amazing radio voice every time we do these podcasts. I'm, I'm working on it. You, you know, I stand in front of the mirror every morning and, and I practice. <laughs> practice the radio voice. Huh? Pa- practice the radio voice. Um, and our guest today is someone who we're very familiar with, who's been on the podcast numerous times, Raylan Price, our health coordinator or director um, here at Continuing Education Workforce Training. Raylan, how are you today? I'm doing great. It's a great Monday. Great. It, it's Monday. That's right. It's Monday. People who are listening. Yeah. People who are listening, we are recording this on a Monday. So if we're if we're a little just a little tiny out of step, that's probably the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> um so, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um so uh Angie, um today we have Ray Lynn on because she's uh going to talk about um something coming up for us. Is that correct? Yes, Ray Lynn is um spearheading our mental health awareness week events that happen between the week of October 3rd. So we're very excited to have her on to talk to us a little bit about uh, the mental health awareness week events and the history of the mental health awareness week. All right. Thank you. So mental health awareness week Um, is a national event um, that happens in October, the first week of October. There is National Health Awareness Month in May, but we chose this week in November, or I mean in October, (laughs) um, October 3rd through the 8th specifically, to um, focus on mental health awareness because this is something that touches everybody's life, um, mental health awareness. We either um, are dealing with friends or family or even sometimes ourselves um, with mental health issues. And honestly, somebody can be well one day and an event can occur that um, can challenge our mental health. And so I think it's really important for people to become aware of mental health and the resources that are out there, the help that's out there, and um, know how to be able to best help themselves and family and friends. And so that's kind of what um, how this came about. Um, I think the first one that we did was in 2019, and we did it as a resource fair where we brought in um, speakers and um, vendors, I guess, uh, from different counseling centers and uh, different mental health wellness um, individuals 
to help out with this. And then it's just kind of evolved into this event um, that we're doing this week. We decided to try something a little bit different and have a speaker every single evening during this week. And uh, so you'll see our lineup and it's quite varied. So. So the event is in the evenings this year? It is primarily in the evening. So beginning next Monday, we have um, a speaker, it's Kurt Layton, and he will be speaking on grief and trauma. It's a pretty heavy subject, um, but anybody can come, but it's more geared to mental health professionals and is, um, you know, all of these courses can be used for contact hours, um, just depending on the level of um, continuing education that that people need. But this one specifically is um, can have contact hours for mental health professionals um, with Kurt Layton. He is the director of the Moonlight Recovery Center. And uh, we're really happy to have him here. Yeah. Now, so, do all of the courses throughout the week count for contact hours? Well, it, like I said, it depends on what your profession is. Um, if you are a counselor, um, then you have to have somebody who is a counselor or an advanced degree above that. And so um, definitely the one on grief and trauma could be used for that. Also fearless emotion management. Um, and honestly, probably let's talk about mental health could all be um, counted as contact hours for counselors and um, mental health professionals in that way. And um, speaking from a nursing perspective, um, any of these could count towards contact hours for so, nursing for nursing. Sure. Yep. So, so, oh, go ahead. So are these are being held at the university? They are. They will all be held. Um, all of these evening courses are at the ISU Eames building, which is at 1999 Alvin Ricken Drive in the big um, classroom 131 A and B. It's a beautiful setup and lots of space um, for people to come and feel comfortable being in that class. So Monday night, we have grief and trauma. Tuesday night, um, it's emotional intelligence with Sharice Brown. We're excited about that one. And Wednesday, it's let's talk about mental health. We have Marty Cook, who is helping us um, put this together. And um, and then we have Fearless Emotion Management with Dr. Dallas Johnson on Thursday night, Hope as an Anchor to Mental Health. And Friday, we have Mental Health First Aid, which is a certification. Anybody can take this course. And it's basically like taking a um, CPR first aid course for cardiac, but this is for mental health. Oh, how does that work? Yeah, so it helps, um, it helps you to assist somebody who is having a mental health um, crisis or mental health event and, um, or a substance use challenge. And you learn warning signs for mental health and addiction concerns, strategies, how to help people in crisis and non-crisis situations and where to turn for help. Um, we also learn about recovery and resiliency in that course and the belief that individuals experiencing these challenges can get better and use their strengths to stay well. So that's basically the premise of um, mental health first aid. This is something, um, it's a 
worldwide organization, mentalhealthfirstaid.org. And so we're excited to um, be part of that. Um, just a little note on that mental health first aid. Um, we just received a grant to be able to do some training for mental health oh. first aid. And our goal in this next nine months or so is to train a thousand individuals um, in mental health first aid. So we're excited about that. Oh, and uh, that kind of leans towards a question I had. Uh, is there a charge for these classes? These are all free. Um, again, from uh, grant and volunteers and donations, we've been able to provide these for free. And so we're excited about that. Um, also, on Saturday, we've added something new. It's a fun run. Um, starts at 10 o'clock. We have um, partnered with BEST to provide this fun run and it's going to be a great event. It will be at the Portneuf Wellness Complex. And we um, there's more in information on our website, Angie can tell you a little bit more mm -hmm. about that and how to sign up for the fun run. But we hope that you'll come and, and run um, for mental health. It's the Hustle for Mental Health Fun Run so, Walk. And, and, oh, go and, ahead. And who is BEST? BEST is an organization who um, is actually, I guess, the parent company for our Behavioral Crisis Center here in Pocatello. Okay. And um, so they are um, partnering with us on that. And um, this uh, mental health fund run, the funds will go to the Lance Quick Memorial Foundation, which we are very happy to support. Um, and they've been a huge support for helping families with mental health um, and mental health awareness. Okay, excellent, excellent. So um, if the uh, people wanted to come to the classes, um, are should they can they just show up or do they need to register uh, prior to coming? You know, um, walk-ins are definitely welcome. Um, anybody who wants to show up that evening um, is welcome to come. But we do have a registration system, and we that's probably our preferred way is for people to register, okay. um, especially for the mental health first aid. There are limited seats in that class, 30 seats. So that's first come, first serve. So if you want to make sure you're going to have a seat, get on and get registered. Um, but we will take walk-ins up to our capacity. So we hope that everybody will feel welcome and want to come. And yeah. I can tell you that right now there's 15 people registered for that mental health first aid. So that class is half full already. So if you want a seat in that class, uh, please sign up today. Yeah, good, good thought, Angie. Appreciate yeah, um, So um, I would imagine that the mental health first aid is going to be popular because, um, I mean, uh, I don't know about anyone else, but I think we've all had seen people in crisis. Um, and, you know, when someone is having a, a mental health crisis, uh, your first reaction is, I don't know what to do. Right. Um, you recognize that there's a problem, but you have no idea what to do about uh, someone who is in crisis. Right. I think, you know, for most of us, the initial reaction is, is that, you know, we don't know what to do. And so we don't do anything. Right. Um, and if somebody were having a heart attack, that would not be the same case, right? Most of us know what to do when somebody's having a heart attack. We know where to go to get help. And um, so we really, this is something that's really important for people to um, understand that 
um, mental health awareness being um, and being supportive of people who are going through situations, uh, there is something that we can do to help and be a support. And there are resources available if we only know where we need to. Right, right. And uh, a mental health uh, crisis can happen to almost anyone. Uh, I mean, I, I've had people in my life in the past that, uh, you know, you would look at them and think rock of Gibraltar. Um, and, and they, you know, they, at some point something happens and, uh, and they become a different person. They act differently. And again, you're taken aback because you're so used to this person behaving one way and then suddenly they're not. Um, and then you go, I don't know what to do. Um, and I, and I think a lot of people need that kind of support and anyone who's has someone with ongoing mental health issues, I'm sure that um, they find that that's a trying experience as well, especially if you're, you know, close to someone who has mental health, um, continuing mental health problems, you know, you're aware of it, they're aware of it, but when the crisis happens, you still, in many cases, do not know what to do. Yeah, that's so true, Paul. Very, very true. So, um, so yes, definitely uh, people, uh, please come in and, and join us for the mental health uh, first aid, but uh, there are other programs that we're going to be having that week that sound pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm kind of interested in a, a couple of those that you mentioned previously as well. Um, so, so the mental health, um, say the title of the event again. <laughs> it's long, right? It's but long, it's, it's, it's long. Mental Health Awareness Week event. Mental, mental so, Health Awareness Week event. So yeah. <clears throat> when did Mental Health Awareness Week start um, as a, as a uh, national recognized week? That is a very good question. One that I am afraid I can't answer. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. <laughs> so, find out. Yes. So, so when, um, so there are other events going on. I would imagine there's other events going on across the country. Um, do you know if uh, some of the other universities are having events as well? You know, I have not uh, collaborated with any universities on this, but I imagine that there are events going on at universities across the nation. I know um, for our students, our university is, um, they have some ongoing um, things for our students. And I know kind of, be watching for what they might be doing during Mental Health Awareness Week here at ISU as well. And of course, students are welcome to join um, any of these classes. Okay. So, uh, I mean, as a health professional, I mean, you've probably always been had this on your radar, but what kind of drove you to actually actively do an event? You know, that's um, a really good question. I guess it's been just kind of a goal in our department is to help to increase um, awareness of mental health and to have more offerings for our community um, that are related to mental health because it is something that does touch every single person. Mm -hmm. um, I can't say that myself, I've, I've um, been deeply involved in um, a mental health event or with family member, but um, this is I, I know people around me who have, and I care deeply about them and want to make sure that other people have the information that they need. You know, I can tell you, Paul, I actually went to one of these trainings. I went to the emotional intelligence training, uh, same person that's uh, 
training for us on a Tuesday night. And I can tell you is fantastic. She really does a great job of, of teaching you how to communicate in a manner that is, uh, that, that I guess separates your emotion, your, your knee jerk, knee jerk reaction emotion, uh, from how you communicate in a stressful environment or a stressful conversation. So I can tell you, I uh, personally got so much out of that training, uh, simply because it really taught me how to communicate in a manner that I wasn't taught to communicate growing up. And I think oftentimes we communicate how we are taught growing up. And it, it really gave me some great tips on, on how to think about how I communicate and think about uh, the words and even how I particularly say something when I'm trying to communicate it with someone. So isn't that Cherise Brown who's mm-hmm. teaching that, who's yes. a friend of the podcast, who's been on a few mm-hmm. times. That's right. Uh, yes. yes. So that's, that's great. That's great. So, um, Raylan, uh, you started this event, um, the weekly, uh, the appreciation week, um, uh, a few years ago. Is that correct? That's right. I believe the first one we did was in 2019, 2019. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was our first one. And we did start it as a fair, um, mm-hmm. For people just to kind of drop in. And um, we had some wonderful lineup of speakers and some really great um, community support um, with our, um, I guess, not so much vendors as exhibitors that came uh-huh. and um, showcased what they do and can offer for people. And then the next year, um, it was COVID. And so yeah. we uh, had an event outdoors. Um, okay. We kept it as a fair, but we did it in Old Town Pocatello, and that was actually a really fun event. And then um, this year, we just decided to do something a little bit different. So um, classes this year, no uh, vendors per se? No vendors per se this time, yes. Okay. Yeah, maybe but, um, <laughs> but will yeah, um, will you have information available f- uh, for people um, who might be seeking help or, you know, uh, organizations um, that they can contact for um, support? Yes, for sure. And that's, um, let's talk about mental health. That evening um, will be a lot on um, what resources are available and really just kind of destigmatizing mental health um, and where people can turn for help. So that, that will be a great, I'm really looking forward to that. Marty has a wealth of knowledge and um, we're excited to have him uh, be with us on that. And then um, Dr. Dallas Johnson with his fearless emotion management, I have heard him speak um, a couple of different times and every time I just come away with um, some really great information. And so I'm really looking forward to him coming um, as well. So it's going to be a fantastic event, fantastic week. Um, Come and get some information, become more aware and learn how to help family members and friends and, and possibly get some continuing education credits (laughs) and get some contact hours. We're not, uh, (laughs) we're not uh, doing continuing education credits, um, but we are doing contact hours. Contact hours. Uh So as a layman, what's the difference between um, continuing education credits and contact hours? 
Um, well, con continuing education credits, you generally have to pay for those. And uh -huh. you're granted just a, a fraction of the hours that we can be able to offer in contact hours. And, and really, um, there are some organizations that do require the continuing education, but for um, counselors, social workers, nurses, um, we need contact hours. So that's what we decided to move with. Oh, excellent, um, excellent. Um, so after talking to the the people who are the specialists in those areas. <laughs> okay, so, so no, contact hours. Yeah. So yes. we are running down on time. I said a timer, typically that's what Gary does and he's in a class right now. He's in a training. We only have about 30 seconds left. Raylan, can you tell us how to uh, sign up or register for one of these classes? Well, the best place is to go to cetrain.isu.edu and um, you can search the mental health awareness event. Um, Angie, you might have some other ideas too. We have flyers out there with QR codes. You can go to our blog. You can go to our Facebook page. A lot of different ways that can link you to the registration. And if all else fails and you don't, you don't want to get on the computer, just call us. Um, 208-282-3372 and um, our great staff will help to get you registered for these classes or just show up and we would be happy to have you there as well. Excellent, excellent. Hey, um, Raylynn just stole my thunder. She's... <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you fill it out, uh, Paul. You asked the question, so. <laughs> no, no, so um. So uh, the other way you can contact us is through email at cetrain at isu.edu. Uh, Raylan, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I, I, I'm sorry if I kind of, you know, attacked you with a bunch of questions today, but I had questions. That's okay. okay. I and, did the uh, best I could. So, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Angie, as always, thank you for um, being here. I really appreciate uh, your support on the show. Um, we miss Gary, though. We miss Gary. Yeah. <laughs> we did miss Gary. <laughs> All right. So everyone, thank you so much for joining us today and be safe out there. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks.